Are you ready for the word this morning? Turn to your neighbor, say the word reigns. Because the word that we share, the end time move. Now this church has a, had a powerful revival in 1998 and since 2013 till the lockdown, a powerful move. People were flying in from all over the world and we've seen what God can do. But the last move will be a combination of the spirit and the word. If you have too much spirit and no word, you will blow up. If you have only word without spirit, you'll dry up. You look like viscous bokum. But if you have the spirit and the word, you will grow up. That's what God wants you to grow up to that maturity that you can heal the sick, cast out devils, raise the dead, speak in your tongues, take up poisonous stuff and nothing happened to you and that you will be in the flow of what God is doing. Jesus made a statement. Who believed that every word that Jesus said was the truth? He meant it. He didn't hug people and say, I love you and in his mind he think, I you know, like people do. No, 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 no. He meant every word. And he said, the works I have done, you say me. See, we have this concept. There's a pastor. He's the main peanut in the packet. And he's like a jumping jack. And he works for the fire brigade. He can spit the first sec and second row uh, while he preaches and think that's what it is about. No. You are what the word says you are. You will be somebody, light and salt, that can change the world. That's what God sees about you. <laughs> He's got the world in store. Ach nee, die Heer het my maïfe Timbaktu gered, net ek nie die vijf. No, it's selfish. Abraham, I'm calling you to be a father of nations. That's why we are in the nations called you. Listen. Jesus said, Matthew 28, he says, go and make disciples of of all nations. All nations are here this morning. So we're quite on target with God. Now listen, family, that's why we are speaking about Last Sunday we said, don't fight the process. Turn to your neighbor say, don't fight the process. There's also on the 20th April, the Sound of Many Waters Prophetic School. See Miss Jean, get connected so that you won't prophesy, but if you prophesy, that it will be God speaking. Now, now, tell them, say, get in the process. You see, you, you, you cannot, we all want a quick fix. I'm not a... McDonald fan, but you go through the drive-through and you say, give me a number five, top it up, a bigger Coke and uh, bigger French fries or chips and you pay here in the next window, boom, there you get it. Now this is not how life's journey work. Life is not always kind to discover that. People will die on you. People will turn their backs on you. 
people will slap you, kick you. That's how life does all the time. You know, it's, it's the journey because we are in this world and there's a devil out there. And it's not your mother-in-law. And that devil has one mission. He wants to come to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So anything that is small, that does you harm, is not God or from God. Help me somebody. You see, there was teachings years ago, uh, God slaps you and God strips you and God puts sickness and disease on you. He cannot, he said, then my kingdom are divided. So his kingdom has worked out and Jesus preached the kingdom. And uh, that's why the parable of the sower is so important. And Jesus said, if you don't understand the parable of the sower, you will understand nothing. Because the thief is after the word of God in you, in you, in you. He realized if you apply the word, and if you read the word, the entrance of thy word brings life, light, and multiplication. When God created Genesis 1, 26, and he said, let us. So God is a team person, team being, team everything, team God. God is not selfish. Let us make mankind in our likeness and in our image amplified, says Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Make man in our image according to our likeness, but a spiritual personality, not physical and moral likeness, and let them have complete authority. Now, now, let me just stop there. God is in the multiplication business. He, from seed to fruit. Let us make man in our likeness and our image. In other words, God deposit in mankind <laughs> what's in him. Genesis 28, 128. Then God, 27 says, God made man and woman. And then he said, 28, God bless them. Did you hear that word, blessed? That word means the fullness of what God has created us for. He says, and God blessed them, granting them certain authority and said to them, be fruitful. Now that word certain authority doesn't mean uh, there's a barrier. You cannot move outside of that to think you're better than God certain authority. Satan thought he was better. We need God. I don't know about you. I need God every day of my life. You know, we've got about 53 people on staff in this organization, and uh, we need God. <laughs> you see, he says, be, be what? See, he blessed them, and then he instructed them. He told them the promise, be blessed. But the process to that promise is to be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subjugate it, putting it under your power. If you can go to the AMPC translation 
and rule over, dominate the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living creature. And he says, subdue it using all its fast resources in the service of God and man. Bible. Not Reader's Digest. Not the Quran. Bible. He says, and have dominion. Say, I have it. Now, now, when you understand how God did it, the way of God's operation, then you can come into the process to move to and get hold of the promise. Now, Genesis chapter 3. Let me just get into the thing of not opposing or resisting the process. God gave Adam and Eve and he created them and he told them you can eat of all these trees except the one. And Eve was at the one she's not supposed to be at the wrong time. And there Mr. Snake was, Satan. First time mankind got involved with human beings. And I explained it here before. The whole scripture, Genesis 1, 2, speaks about Lord God. And the whole scripture, when God speaks, I'm your Lord, your God. But Satan doesn't acknowledge him as Lord. He's afraid because if he says Lord, then it's the preeminence of the highest way of obedience and of honor. It means I'm under control. I'm led by God. Not by the flesh, not by emotions, not by money, not by opportunity, not by schemes, not by who said that said. I am led by the Holy Spirit. Romans chapter number 8. So God wants to lead you. Jesus said, I must go and then the Holy Spirit will come. The Spirit of truth. He's the advocate. He's this. He's that. Intercessor. He's the parakletos. The one who will help you. The paraclete along the roadside. When you're weak, you're actually strong. That's what Jesus said. And he said, the Holy Spirit will lead you in, in all truth. Now, what does the word all means? It means from A to Z. All truth. People say, I know the Bible said this, but God told me different. I said, that's all, because God can never violate his word. See, every time when God leads you, or we say, God told me, it must line up with the word. It's not what my emotions said and what the next thing said. One man told me, the Lord said, he must divorce his old wife and get a young one. I said, brother, how old are you? He said, 62. I said, ah, oh, now I see why you have this cave with brill cream and chest hair. Now, I don't have chest hair. And his shirt is open like this and a big chain here. And he wears white pants with white shoes. And he's got a funky hairstyle. I said, can I tell you a secret? At this age... You're not wired for a 20-year-old. Your heart is going to stop. I'm telling you, it's hard work. It's hard work. Your heart can't stop. Because you will not take the pressure and to perform. Because this is a marathon running, I'm telling you. So guess what? He ignored my godly advice. 
he took this young bookie. I saw them in Tiger Valley. Beautiful. She's pretty. They look like a one and a zero, a ten. She's the zero. Very visible. I had the funeral business. I got a phone call. So and so is dead. I said, wow, car accident. No. Where? I don't want to tell you how he died. I don't want to tell you how he died. But God, I said, that's not God. See, the Holy Spirit will lead us and guide us in all truth. When whatever is of God is truth. And this is the, 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 the danger of the thing. Because the prophet Isaiah came with the same word as the prophet Hosea. Isaiah and Hosea. Now, Isaiah was more broad about Isaiah chapter number 5. And listen what it says. It says, it says what? Verse 13. AMPC translation. Therefore, my people. He didn't say the Egyptians and the heathen. He said, my people. Now, if God says we are his people, then we are what? His people. Now, listen to what he says. Therefore, my people go into captivity to their enemies. The scary. Why? Without knowing it, and because they have no knowledge of God. And their honorable men, their glory are famished, and their common people are parched with thirst. And what that scripture says, the other translation says, that's why they're in famine, they're in hunger, they are in thirst, they are incarcerated, imprisoned, because of a lack of knowledge. He didn't say because of the devil. The devil is not your biggest enemy. He's defeated. Now, please don't send me a, a, a dove with a letter on like people do send me. Do you dare speak about the devil like that? He's so powerful. I said, footsack, devil. I said, he may be powerful for you, but we understand the power of the word and the blood of Jesus. So, what happens here is, he said, it's a lack of knowledge that my people are led in captivity to their enemies. They, the boiled frog, slowly eat up the water. You've heard that in politics. And God said, I want you to be awake and to be alert because I have a great assignment for you. So, where do we start? We start at Matthew chapter 6, 33, where Jesus said, Seek ye. So I must find out. In Deuteronomy chapter 30, God says, I hold before you life and death, the curse and the blessing. You choose. So it's with information that must become a revelation that I can make the right choice. Help me. He says, But seek, aim at and strive after first. 
Did you read the word first there? God doesn't want to be second. Well, my business is more important than God. My family is more important than God. I was a preacher in the capital of South Africa in the 70s, uh, 1979. Tasha was born in January. This was a later time. And, uh, oh, 77. Oh, my word, you were born in 77. What other child of mine were born in 79 that I forgot about? Oh, there's nobody. <laughs> Listen, the sons was born later. But the Lord, I was praying. And the Lord said, do you love me more than anything? Because what we have is a love relationship with God. Yes, Lord, he said, sacrifice everything that's important. Now, I'm this young, vibrant preacher. I'm the district superintendent for the denomination. And uh, so I first sacrifice everything that's not important. And I heard the Lord say, what about your love for cars and your family? He said, if you put them on the altar, you will never have a problem that they will serve the Lord. Lord, can I think about, no, there's no time to think or to reason, do it. That night, I sacrificed the cars. I put my family on the altar, not knowing what's lying ahead. Today, all my family are serving God. My children, all of them, my grandchildren, they're with God. You see, because I realize God wants to be first. The pastor told me, he said, they're struggling financially. And uh, then he went in fasting and praying. Now there's things that you don't need to fast and pray. You just need, you need to, but you just need to read the word and you have the answer. And he said, God, we serve you. We love you. We don't sin. We we care for your business. And the Lord said, yeah, but I'm not first. What do you mean you're not first? He said, you first pay everything, then I'm here number seven. Lord, but that's a godly number. He said, that doesn't change the word. He said, put me first because you outside the principle of the process to the promise. Said he called his wife, he said, from now on, the next amount of money, we put God first. He said, they normally had too many days for money in their purse. He said, that day they made a vow to God, they did it, they said, now they have too much money for days left over. And God started blessing them, promises God gave them, about finance, he said it just started pouring. And the Lord said, it's because the process to my promise is put me first. Put me first. And that's what scripture says. Seek, aim at, strive. First of all, his kingdom and his righteousness. His way of doing. Whose way of doing? God's way of doing. You see, we, we like blue eyes. 
Frank Sinatra. I'll do it my way. My way doesn't carry the guarantee. Who of you in this building tried something your way? You think it was God, and then you discover, my word, I nosedive, it wasn't God. Here? Thank you for the five. The other hundreds is going to lay hands on me and on the five that raised their hands this morning. That we will be very alert. Listen, God's way. God's way of doing. So now I must find out what's God's way. God's way is Jesus said, the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy, John 10. But I came that you might have life and have that life in abundance, in the overflow. Come out of the no flow, the underflow, and the little flow, and what flow. And move into the overflow. Now, because you have an enemy. See what happened in Genesis when the snake is there and you knew my revelation. Adam and Eve was not Chinese. They had to choose between the fruit and the snake. They'd rather eat the snake than the fruit. So now Satan, Adam and Eve, cause high treason. They hand over what God gave him. Blessed, have dominion. Oh, my word. Have authority. Subdue the earth. And they suddenly gave over what God gave them to Satan. They came out of the process of the promise. They had the promise blessed. How do I do? tap in and live in that blessing continually? I need to multiply. That's why disciple making is so important. Jesus never called us just to be saved and go through life and die and go to heaven. He called us to be his personal ambassadors representatives on the face of the earth. Go and make disciples of all nations. Now, when Satan let Eve step on the booby trap, no longer Lord God, but only God, the all-powerful one, Satan knows that God is one and he trembles. But he doesn't want the Adonai word, the Elohim uh, word or of God. He just wants Elohim doesn't want Adonai Elohim, Lord God. And then Eve and Adam is in trouble. They discover they're naked. First question ever asked on the face of the earth is, where are you? God still asks, where are you this morning? And for the empty chairs and uh, the people who are not here, where are you? And then, God had to redeem what they messed up, not working with God, only working for God. And he need to get mankind back to work with God and then for God because Paul says we co-laborers with God, with God, with God. A lot of people work for God but not with God. They do their own thing. And South Africa, 85% Christians. The Jolly Witnesses, the Mormons, Hormons, what you call them, all classified under Christians. But we know Jesus told Nicodemus, he knew the five first books of the Torah, the Old Testament, by he can recite them. And he came to Jesus secretly. What must I do to be born again? Because he realized there's a promise. And Jesus gave him the process. He said, you 
must, he said, what must I do to inherit the kingdom? He said, or the eternal life. He said, you must be born again. How can I enter? He said, what's born from the flesh is flesh, but you need to be born from above, from the spirit, the process. You see, that's the process that keeps people away. And without process, there's no long liberty. That's why people stand up and suddenly they boom and they run and wild and nothing left over. Because somewhere they missed the process. Help me somebody. Now, now, the first Adam did not stick to the process. And that's why when Satan can influence people so quick, one moment they say, Hosanna to the son of David. Took palm branches and took their clothes off. That same crowd were now so influenced, they said, crucify, away with him. Let all of us go. You see, this is the thing. Because if you don't understand, he tried the shortcut. And the shortcut is not going to work because God said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, use all the vast resources for God and man. And Satan came with the option. Say, the devil always comes with the option. I had a young man. He came to see me. He said, he's going to get married, but he doesn't know who. He said, he's got three on his list. I said, listen, we're not Mormons. He said, no, you don't understand. He said, I have put them number A, B, and C. I said, does A know? He said, no, she, she doesn't even know exist, but uh, I feel she's the one. He said, if A is not going to respond, I'll take B. I said, now who is B? And he told me. I said, does she know? He said, not really, but I know her. She's a good option. Now, the Bible doesn't say find an option. He says find a good wife. He said, and if those two don't respond, I'll take the one that I'm dating right now. Ek toch jou satan. You see, it, it, it's a shortcut to something. Shortcuts never work. Because, but with Abraham, had a great promise, wasted 25 years, that's how long he waited for that promise, and he had to learn obedience. He tried to help God. How many helpers of God do we have here? God said it, then I help God if it doesn't happen quick enough. People say, I have this word from God, but I'm waiting so long. And God must be forgotten. I said, God never forgets. Because family, this is the process is necessary to develop capacity. They asked me, and I've maybe shared it, they, I ran for the Olympics for South Africa with the Olympic torch. And when they asked me, I was a grandfather, 2013, uh, yeah, and 2014, I had to run. And I thought, my word, I need capacity. I ran around the block every night. Then after that, I kicked the block under the bed. But when I found out I had to run with the Olympic flame, for South Africa, 
I had to start getting up every morning. I'd start running. You know, they want me to run 500 meters. When you have the flame in your hand, the whole world see you because that's the only place where the flame is burning is in your hand. And I thought, my word, I'm not so young anymore. I'm a recycled youth and I'm a grandfather of grandchildren. Now the government asked me to do this. So as more as I start exercising and jogging, how greater the capacity happened. Now this is the thing with process. Process always, my word, <laughs> develops capacity. Process is necessary for long liberty <laughs> because God doesn't want you to be here today and gone tomorrow. Shortcuts will cut you short. Jesus prepared 30 years for a three and a half year ministry. Now we don't have 30 years to wait. You don't know how old I'm going to be. I think 105 or something or whatever. But we don't have time for that. But it's to come into the promise. I need to find out the process. Because it means I must know what is mine. What did I inherit? When Adam and Eve caused high trees and they hand over spiritual life, so spiritual death came. Adam and Eve never knew sicknesses, diseases, or lack, or bankruptcy, or not having. And their whole lives messed up. They had a glorious time in the garden. And suddenly death is there. Death natural and spiritual. No, that's not in the Bible. So if you wouldn't understand even what I said, that's how we were when we were children. So, death came. Sickness came. Poverty came. And now Jesus came and he redeemed us from spiritual death by giving us spiritual life. He came and he dwelt in you. Do you know that you have the fullness of the Godhead in you? Do, you? do you know you have the fullness of the Godhead this morning in you? You're not defeated. You may go through something right now. You're not defeated. It's the revelation of the word that you need. If you can put on the screen, please, lovey. Uh, Colossians chapter number 2 and verse 10 Amplified Classic Translation. And I will show you. And if you don't jump up then, I said, my Lord, we're going to pray. And you are in him. Paul addressed the church in Colossae. He says, made full, not the double portion. Full. We're not double portion people. That's old ways. We the fullness be. You have the fullness. Your assignment. That's why in ministry, I get the heebie-jeebies when I see people promote them and put themselves on so high pedestals. There's no big guns and small guns. We just make different sounds. We all have the same assignment, the same purpose in life. Well, I'm called to be a doctor, and you, uh, 
No, that's not really your, that's just to help you with your godly assignment. We are all called to be new creatures, to have the ministry of reconciliation, and to be Christ's personal representatives. That's the Bible. Second Corinthians chapter number 5 from verse 17 till 20. But listen what it says. You have made full, and having come to fullness of the in Christ, you are to fold with the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And you reach full spiritual stature. And he is the head of all rule and authority of every angelic principality and power. So let me just come to this. So Adam and Eve put things under rule. Yeah, the earth belongs to the Lord's fullness. Suddenly the devil, he becomes in control. So the devil owned or hold fast what you need. It's not God. Dad Hagen said, God, I need money. The Lord said, well, what you need is on the face of the earth. If I throw it out of heaven, it will be counterfeit. He said, this is what you need. He said, the devil is holding your money. The devil is holding your health. He said, speak to the devil. He said, you don't even need to pray it. Because I've done it already on Calvary. He said, you command the devil to take his hands off. And then you pray Hebrews chapter 1. Ministering spirits caused this to happen. In the mighty name of Jesus, he said, and then you thank me. Because faith always see the end result. And faith, when you start thanking God for the answer, hallelujah, you're a person of faith. He said, from that day, he never. He said, they were struggling all their life in ministry until that day. He said, supernaturally. He said, and the Lord said to him, because Satan wants to blind your thought life, a lack of knowledge, so that you can be a prisoner for the enemy, while I have such big plans for your life, and the enemy wants you more to concentrate where you are. He wants you to be in a condition that you will not be seated in your position and live from a positional situation you have the fullness well let's go 1 John 4 4 greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world do you know how powerful God made you you will trample on scorpions and snakes when we had the prayer lines I've seen Satan worshippers manifest. While we start praying here, they start screaming there. I will not go out. I will not go out. You say, help. Preach in Beaufort West years ago. Now, there's a powerful church. That's one where Pastor Prykis was there. We helped establish that work. And I had school there from Monday to Thursdays for months, training people. We had in the city hall, people hanging out of the windows, stand on each other's shoulders to look because it was crowded. They brought a lady in, prominent people of this town, on a chair tied with ropes. She's demon-possessed. She demolished a whole kitchen, stove everything. So people, our family came to the service said, can we bring her? Now, you know, if you're young, you're quite wild, you know. Yeah! devil chasers, you know. 
But it's God's grace. It's not how good we are. You can do it. The night when the revival, when we took over the revival, God told me, he said, you never pray again alone in any prayer line because you're not the superstar. He said, this end time move, now it's on all your lips, you hear it all over the world. It happened at LWPC in June 2013. The Lord said, the end time move will be nameless and faceless. It will be the whosoever is available. God told me that Saturday night and the Sunday I release it and uh, that's where by the grace of God. You see, you the whosoever. I've seen that night how God healed people supernaturally. Things happen. How? This is the thing. Baba said, before I got to the revival, where? Lady with the chair, I see, I just check if you Oh, now you know how young I am. And they brought her in. That thing packed. Carry her on a chair. In the foyer, I said, loser. They say, loser, you don't know what you're dealing here with. I said, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. She started growling like a wolf. They untie her, she stood up said, tonight, I'm going to kill you. And the power of God, I only had the word and faith. We cast out that devil. It went like a cannon shot through the roof. By the grace of God, you can do it. That night, did I tell the story in the 8 o'clock service or here, when they shot my sister and they hijacked her and the bullets went through the back of her head. And she was dead. How, by the grace of God, we raised her from the dead. Now, church, the process is going to take you to live out God's dream for your life. COVID, lockdown, the fear that was implanted in people was all the plot of the enemy to get the word out of your life. Listen. We said process is necessary to develop capacity. Peter is busy catching fish and there's no Fish. And Jesus is on the scene. And he said, let the nets on the other side down. You and my biggest problem is logic and reason. If you want to do mighty exploits for God in your life, you need to let go of logic and reason when you want to be a faith giant of the Lord. And Peter operated in that thing. And he said, Lord, we've been toiling all night. We're tired. There's no fish. Jesus said, let the net. <laughs> they said, don't you understand? We seasoned fishermen. What, if we let it down this side, what's going to tell you that there's fish on that side? But Jesus wants to show them 
And your key word out of the whole process is obedience. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Deuteronomy 28, 1. If you hearken and obey, 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 obey. I hated Cryfontein. I took a calling God in the grace of God. In the 80s, God gave Namibia in the palm of my hand. It was South Africa, uh, Southwest Africa. I started in Karasburg, preached right through. Had crowds, signs, wonders, miracles, salvations, phenomenal stuff happened. One of the largest church organizations developed out of that meetings by His grace. And I tried to run away from Cryfontein. Because the AWB cut our brake pipes, turned the wheel nuts loose, the driving shaft, put sugar in the petrol tank, I can tell you. And the Satanist on the other side tried to, I can tell you stories. So here I'm in Mariental, on the way to Vintuk, I have a meeting with the vice chairman, Fisi Voorzitter, altijd vis for the Voorzitter. And they pull out their Royal Albert tea sets and make me an offer. And at that time we were driving cars with wire and pliers. And they will buy me each year a brand new Mercedes-Benz and antique furnished parsonage. And they gave me all these benefits that I never had. And I stood off from that table, walking that foyer of that church. And I heard a voice. My brother, what do you think you're doing here? God speaking. Wow. Said if you come here, you'll derail the process and long liberty will be gone. I walked in that meeting, Herman was at the organ, I think Priscilla Andreessen, who was with me, I said, if I say amen, start the car, I don't sleep here, I don't want an offering, I want nothing from that, I said, we in trouble, not ankle deep, or knee deep, I said, we swim right now, in big trouble here, because I'm outside the plan of God, and I'm trying to make a thing worked for me by logic and reason. When I said amen, they start the car and we gone. That's when I went into Katatura, when the safety police told me, he said, don't preach here. I said, well, I need to obey God. I said, well, no police going to protect you. These guys throw hand grenades in the buildings and they're going to blow you up to pieces. I said, God, the devil tries to put fear in me. I'm there in Katatura in the city hall. And the worship and the Lord said, don't preach first. Start flowing in the gifts with the word of knowledge and word of wisdom. And he said, call out people for healing. God told me specifically healing, and a lady came out and she got healed. But the terrorists came in with their rifles, sat there, tried to intimidate me. 
And after two, three miracles, the Lord said, now make altar call. And I made the altar call. Guess who stood up first because everybody was afraid? The leader of that terrorist group. I mean, tears running. It looks like pearls coming down that blue-black cheeks. When he got up, other people got up. And they got saved. The third night, we had salvations. I was just finished. Safety police was there, they say. We're going to lead you out here. They're busy throwing the mortar bombs. You could hear. God helped us. If I had to derail God's process, then I would never know you. And some of you got saved here because it was God's plan. Now I shared, I hated this town. Oh, I hated this town. Until I'm in the government officials' home in Louisiana. I need to speak to congressmen and politicians. And I heard the Lord said, <laughs> No, he didn't say that. I heard the Lord said, Until you marry your Leah, your Rachel can never produce its dream. I knew he was talking about Greyfontaine. That day I said, Lord, forgive me because repentance. See, pride can withhold us and your pain keeps you in prison, keeps you away from true knowledge. That night I repent that morning and God didn't more since 2001 in this ministry than in the history of since 1981, 1st of January. We've seen how God took us from strength to strength by His grace. But I had to get into the process. And Peter said, you only need a word. You only need a word. Sir, your time is not over. God said, I'm refreshing and renewing and the disappointments of the past God said I'm turning that around as an appointment to take you in dimensions you've never been in before this is the time season don't blame yourself and put yourself under condemnation and punishment the Lord said it's just a process to greatness because you've got a sweetheart and that sweetheart of yours before me and the Lord said I've seen it I've heard it I've even heard your prayers the battle is going to be over because you're going to see what I'm going to do through you and Peter said on your word I will let the net down and they let the net down and suddenly the boat wants to sink the nets are so overcrowded with fish, they had to call in more boats to accommodate the immediate response.
obedience to the process of obedience to the promise immediately produce the harvest of breakthrough. Now, what you will discover in that scripture, God didn't only had Peter in mind, he had Jesus, he had other boats in mind, and that's what happened. They were blessed in a dimension that they've never been in before. Now, this is the word of the Lord. Tell your neighbor this morning, look at somebody, turn your neck to them and say, Take a good look at me. Say, take a look good at me. I'm getting ready to do the impossible. I'm getting ready to go where they said it was impossible to go. I'm getting ready to do what they said was impossible to do. Say, I'm crazy enough to believe God's word. Because God said, all things, say all things, with God are possible. And all things are possible to him that believe. Say, I believe it this morning. I'm not going to operate in logic. I'm not going to operate in reason. I'm not going to fight the process. I'm coming in the process to my promise of what God's going to do. Tell somebody, say, my faith is making the way for me this morning. <laughs> Say, because I believe God above my circumstances. My word. You see, this is the thing. And I'm closing. Musicians, come. The greatest fear that Satan has, that you will discover what's yours in Christ. Listen. He doesn't want you to discover what belongs to you. He doesn't want you to take hold of your possessions or your inheritance. Because the devil knows if a believer finds out about what they are, who they are, what they have, and what is theirs, huh, he knows he's in danger. That's why Jesus said, let thy kingdom come. Teach us how to pray. Didn't teach us how to preach. Didn't teach us how to prophesy or use the gifts they came. They said, teach us how to pray. And he went on, let thy kingdom come as it is in heaven. Let it manifest on earth. What does the preacher say at a funeral? From dust to dust. You the earth that God wants to manifest through in this earth. You the earth, that his kingdom will come. Come on, people. You're more powerful than what the enemy tries to tell you. So what the enemy tries to do, he tries to convince you. There's nothing worth fighting for. It's all like a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. One day where you'll get it when you die. You don't need money when you're dead. You need it now. You don't need a miracle healing when you're dead. Then you don't need it. You need it now. You don't need to see your family safe when they're dead. <laughs> no, no, no. You need a miracle of salvation for them now. 
Most people think they take things to heaven. No, this surplus of abundance more than enough. And it's at the point where Paul addressed the church in Rome. Because our struggle is not really a devil's struggle. This is the, the opposition. If you know the truth, then you have the victory. But it's this mind. You sit here with a born-again spirit. Your spirit is born again. Your spirit is born again. Born from above. Born from anew. Your spirit is born again. You have, your spirit makes contact with the spirit world. Your body is in the physical world. That's why we can see each other. If people cannot see you, then you're dead. There's nobody invisible. But between the spirit world and the natural world, there's an axle in your mind. Oh, and this thing. Have you, have you discovered your mind? What games your mind can play? The calling of God is very powerful on you. There's a greatness. God said, I've placed my hand upon you for greater things. What you're doing now, I don't even know maybe who you are. Maybe I've seen you, I don't know. But, son, what you're fighting in the natural. God said, that's just a process to get you in the spirit dimensions. This is going to be a time of learning, detox, disappointments, hurt, pain. Thank God the church didn't save us. It cost the blood of Jesus. The Lord said, there's greatness calling unto greatness. It's the hand on you to an item. Okay. Just, just lay hands on her. That will be great. Because when your mind start fighting, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 on the board, please love if you can. Paul says, instruct us. I appeal to you therefore, brethren, and listen to what he says, I beg of you, in view of all the mercies of God, to make a decisive dedication of your bodies, presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice, holy, devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. Verse 2. Oh, God is touching somebody right now. Yes, it's you, lovey. He's touching you. He's touching you. See, the power of God is here to get people out of the condition to put you in your position. He says, do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed. Change. Somebody say change. Oh, we hate that word. We hate that word. We hate, we hate, we hate. We, we, we so use. Change hell. 
by the entire renewal of your mind by its new ideals and its new attitude. He says, so that you may prove for yourselves. Prove for who? For yourselves. What do I need to prove? What is the good, the acceptable, and perfect will? That's all what God has in mind for you. Good, acceptable, and perfect will. And his will is made up, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts I have about you. No thoughts of evil. God is not angry with you. God doesn't sit for you to make a mistake that he can punish you. You know, we, we came out of that era where they said that things. We didn't serve God because we love him. We served him because we're afraid we're going to hell. And we're afraid that he's going to punish us. It says, so that you and I may know Say, God wants me to know what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will. God wants you to know it. And it's that good, acceptable, and perfect will that He wants you to move in the process. I came that you might have life, the Zoe, life as God has it right now, and have it how? in abundance to the overflow in other words why does God wants you to live in overflow that you can complete your godly assignment without delays a lack of money brings delays most of you should have been light years further but because of a lack of money he says for yourself, what is the good, the acceptable, perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. So what did He came? I came that you might have life and have that life in abundance. That means that you can have spiritual giant. Uh, that's why He's inside of you, free, redeemed from the curse of the law. You're no longer on the curse. We cut off the bloodline curse. You are in a new bloodline in the mighty name of Jesus. You are in Christ's blood. Come on, somebody, where there's victory, no defeat. No defeat, victory, overcoming power. 1 John chapter 5 says, you have it, hallelujah. What do you have? World overcoming power. You can change the world that God put you in. When I came in Cryfontein, Brother Leon, everybody said, you're never going to make it. Why don't you do that? God is punishing you, sending you to that stupid town. And you see, they poisoned my mind. And then I had, you know, I've got this. Have you who've seen the movie Babe? The Farki? You know, I played in it. My nose is like this, not because I was born like that. It's everybody that got me in the parking lot and say, you, you're never going to make it. It's not window shopping. I had to prove them wrong. I had to prove them with the sissy. Listen, I had to prove them wrong. 
Will you two share? I didn't even know I had that. Listen, at the end of the day, God came that you might have stopped. Let us stop living beneath our privileges. You are an heir of God, a joint heir with Jesus. A joint heir. A joint heir. Say, I am a joint heir with Jesus. It means everything that belongs to your Father is yours. And He believes in you that you can change the world to let His kingdom come. His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. My word. Sophia Lauren. Now you can put it on Livy. Listen, this morning, every person, where does it start? You must be born again. You must renew your mind. You must make a quality decision because choices is what where we end up in life. We make choices. And you made a choice to come to this service this morning and God had an appointment with you. It's the shortest I've ever preached on a Sunday morning. You cannot believe it. And listen, God wants you to change. That's why when Jesus, the first place he shed blood, was in the Garden of Gethsemane, everything, sorry, Livy, everything that Adam and Eve messed up, where they came against God's will. Start praying in agony. It's about mankind's will. I've learned this years ago. You can hand over your will. And Jesus said, Father, not my will, your will be done. First, he said, please, if it's possible, let this cup pass me by. Pray three times. And then he said, not my will. He prayed so intensely that his sweat becomes like blood. He starts shedding blood to redeem us from the curse that the strong will of man will stand in the way of not taking us through the process of God having his way. When the report newspaper interviewed me, and not for bad stuff, good stuff, and they said, did you ever feel like quitting? And I first look in the room if there's no microphones. I said, seven million times she said what do you want to do if you wouldn't be a minister I said do you really want to know I said the heat man she started right I said no you cannot write that she said why a heat man I said I want to help God and the devil to get rid of a few people <laughs> now I was joking but I told her that and I said she said what makes your heart ticking God's love for me, unchangeable, so phenomenal, 
So in this audience this morning, if you don't know Jesus, the starting point, at the age of 15, I, ex 13, 15, 13, 1969, don't try to figure out my age, I'm 38 plus bad. And uh, I gave my heart to the Lord. 52 years, I'd never disappoint. I messed up. Have you ever messed up? I missed it. But God remained faithful. It starts with a choice to know the truth. Information can never stay information. It must become a revelation so that there can be a transformation. And you move into your manifestation. I've been healed. We've seen mighty miracles happen by the grace of God. I've seen God's saving grace. I've seen His supernatural provision. I see impossibilities becomes possible when I can make the choice no longer I that liveth but Christ so every person in this building this morning or the viewers and you don't know Jesus I'm not asking you to join the church that's not you need to belong to a local church and be planted in the church Psalm 92 but if you don't know Jesus to say this morning Jesus I need you I've heard the word religion cannot do it it costs the precious Lamb of God so that I can be in the process to my promise. Move in it. Jonah tried to run away. God said, Nineveh, he tries Tarsus. He end up in a fish belly. <laughs> Peter said, I don't know him. She said, you look like you son. No, I don't know him. He denied Jesus three times. He said, I'll go fishing. Maybe you in that point where you're back fishing. I say that's all. No, God said, I'm calling you back. Jesus appeared there and he said, Peter, do you love me? Just before he ascended, he said, feed my lambs. Second time, Peter, do you love me? Tend to my sheep, be a shepherd. That's what God called you to be, a shepherd. It's God, it's the Bible. He said, shepherd, tend to my sheep. Peter got upset when I asked him a third time, he said, do you really love me? He said, Lord, you know these things. He said, feed my sheep then. That's where leadership starts. Choice. I can never go selfish to heaven. God saved you. He's got other people in mind. He healed you that you can lay your hands on the sick people. He provided for you that you can become a channel of blessing. And if that's you this morning and some of your viewers, I'm going to ask the whole audience to pray together the sinner's prayer then I want to pray a second prayer everybody in this building pray with me say Lord Jesus I've heard the word of the Lord this morning I come short the glory of God and because your word is a truth and Jesus you gave your life for me I believe you are the Lord and I call upon your name this morning Jesus thank you for saving me for giving me Wash me in the blood. Put my name in the book of life. From this day on, I'm going to leave this facility 
No longer a sinner. I was a sinner. I'm now saved by grace. I'm going to walk as a child of the living God, as an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. Lord, I thank you for that amazing grace that I have a song the angels cannot sing. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. I once was lost, but now I am found. Thank you for this great morning and the moment that you had such an appointment with me. Now, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every person in this building, you say, I need to come in the process. Gustav, I need the process. I realized this morning, I tried to shortcut it. I tried to expedite it. I tried to microwave it. And nothing is working because long liberty and capacity comes through the process that I am here to change lives. At the end of the day, it's not that just we can live a better life. It's that we can preach the gospel. Each one of us preach. Get the sinner saved. Get them filled with the Holy Spirit. Baptize. And make disciples of all nations. That's why discipleship is not a program here. It's a lifestyle. That's how we live to make people. Because my mission is to put God's key in your life and unlock greatness that you are called for. But if you want to come in the process, oh Jesus, new songs is going to be birthed out of you, lovey. New songs. I see new songs. You're so frustrated. And uh, new songs. But there's a new sound coming out of you. It's a sound of heaven. Not that the other sounds. There's a fresh new sound going to come. And the Lord said, never see yourself in a negative. See yourself as called by God, loved by God. Now, this is a word. Years ago, somebody prophesied to me and I didn't understand it. He said, you're going through a complete makeover. Not that there's something wrong, but God said, I'm taking you in dimensions you've never been in before. What Satan has stolen from you must and will be restored back in your life in a greater measure. God is taking the guilt feelings away so that you can walk in that greatness and release the greatness of God. Isn't God phenomenal? He's so phenomenal. Isn't he awesome? What's your name, son? Hayden. Jaden. J G G G G. Jaden, you sweet. You phenomenal. Life was not easy. I cancel every word that was spoken over your life. Son, you're going to make it. I call you out of rejection. Oh, my word. The hand of God's upon you. I see fashion, and I see designing, and I see stuff over and through your life. The Lord said, I'm lifting you up to dimensions that you have never seen before. And this day, son, will be the turning point. God loves you loves you so much don't look where you are right now see yourself where you're going in higher dimensions unknown there's certain circles that you're connected to that's going to fall away 
and I see a complete new circle, friends, people that's going to come in your life that's going to be an impact. You came to the service, the Afrikaans word was teesinnig eindelijk. Must I go? Why must I go? But God said, son, sand is upon you this morning. It's going to do it. going to do it. The devil tries to tell you, you're no good. You're phenomenal. You're powerful. You want to play music? Not really. You want to sing? You have all that potential in you. The enemy attacked you so much in your self-esteem. The Lord said, I'm lifting you up. He loves you, son. Do you know Jesus? You're going to serve him. Do you know Kayla and Gabriel? Do you know? There they are. That's the actress that plays in the stuff. And that's her husband. I'm going to ask them to connect with you afterwards. Everybody in this building, you say, I need to come into the process. Will you stand with me right now? We process people. We're not microwave people. We process. And when you're in the process, God can expedite. Listen what the Mary told the people at the wedding. Just what he tells you to do, do it. Just what he tells you. You see the key lies in do what he tells you to do according to scripture. And this morning in this building, people are standing all over to pray this prayer. I'm going to ask Pastor Natasha to pray and lead us in this prayer and dismiss us and be blessed. Amen. Father God, we pray to, to this morning and we pray that we know that your process, Father, that our promise is in your process, Lord. Lord, thank you, Father, that the windows of heaven is open over us and that we can say yes, Lord, to that what you want to do. Father, I pray for each and every one that is here this morning. Father, that, that stood up and said, I'm going to be part of the process, Father. Thank you for bringing them back into place and back into purpose, Father God, to do exactly what you want them to do. Lord, we honor you for that, Father God. Thank you that we can be, be part of great things you're going to do on the face of the earth, Father. Thank you that you are in control and that we can place you first in every area of our life. In Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I also pray for, for this service and for the word that went out this morning. Thank you that this word will not return to you void, but it will do exactly what it said it will do, Father. That the word is like a seed, Father God, and the seed will come up, Father. And thank you that the seed, Father God, the word will bring change and bring transformation in the lives of us. Thank you for doing a work in us that you can do a work through us, Father. Thank you that as the, the people leave this door, they are entering into their mission field. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen and amen. God bless you.